When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Hey guys, we haven't done a listener Q&A episode in a while, so I am excited to do one today. I have four questions that listeners sent in that are about a pretty broad array of subjects, so I think we're going to get a little bit of everything in today's episode. If you would like me to answer your question on a podcast episode, feel free to shoot an email to Sasha at The Autism Helper and put your subject as podcast question. I'll do another episode in another month or two and your question might be on it. So let's jump into question number one. Our first question comes from Tamika. How can I help my paras understand the importance of taking data? Great question. I get asked this a lot. It's hard to take data on an everyday basis because we're taking data while we're doing other things, while we're providing instruction, while we're giving prompts, while we're helping kids be successful at different things around the classroom. So it's easy if it it's easy for it to kind of fall to the wayside. So with getting your team on board, the first step is really doing a good job of training them. You want to follow that behavior skills training model where you explain the data sheet, you explain why we're taking data, you model how to take data, you rehearse so you're going to watch them take data and then give feedback. So those four steps are key. But when it comes specifically to getting buy-in on the data, My other advice is to involve them in the analyzing of the data. First of all, analyzing data sounds real fancy, but go ahead and be fancy. Talk about analyzing data. 
The point of taking data is to use it. So you want to involve your paras in that process. That might mean that you write the mastery criteria at the top of the data sheet and you let them know the second they hit that mastery criteria, they get to move on to something new. So they see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're not going to work on identifying letters forever. We're not going to work on these same four colors forever. Once we hit this, we can go on to the next. For behaviors or other types of skills, that might mean sitting down on a weekly basis and going over the data with them, being like, hey, look, Tuesday we had a lot less incidents than normal, and Wednesday was pretty low too, but Thursday was high again. Why do you think that was? So you want to really involve them in the why, because then they're going to have more buy-in and be more apt to take that data on a regular basis. This next question is from Blair. What should I do when behaviors escalate when a preferred item is taken away like an iPad? This happens a lot because it stinks when you get preferred items taken away. I don't like giving away my preferred items and neither do you. When you have to turn off TV to go do chores, you're not excited about that. So difficulty with transitioning between a preferred item or activity or an to an unpreferred item or activity is common. So there's a few best practices you can do, but you also really want to look at the function of that behavior. Is it to escape the unpreferred activity or is it more to get access to that tangible? So I still want the iPad, I still wanna stay in break area. So a few best practices are you want to practice that transition maybe a few times before you give the preferred activity. So I like doing this, especially with the iPad. So practice giving back the iPad a few times before the student has a chance to even play iPad. So let's practice giving it back a few times. Okay, really good. Now you can play on your iPad. So we have kind of that behavioral sequence in your repertoire already of, okay, I hand it back. You also want to give some transition statements so that surprise factor isn't there. So give a five-minute warning, a two-minute warning, use visuals if that's appropriate, so they know when the transition is coming. I think sometimes when we have that unpreferred transition from, you know, the iPad to back to work, we don't want to talk about it, but we should be actually talking about it more so our kids are more prepared for the transition. And then you want to come in with the reinforcer right away. So basically even before they're giving the iPad back, before they're giving the computer back, the slinky back, whatever it is, you're letting them know when they're going to get it again. Like, don't worry, I'm, gonna, I'm about to give you your first token for getting another turn on the iPad. I'm about to give you your first way to get the slinky again. I'm going to let you know that, look, it's on the schedule. Let's take it from your choice board and put it on the schedule after our guided reading group so you see that it's coming. So you want to, you know, really strengthen the awareness that the child has of when the transition is, but also that they're going to get that item again and how they're going to get it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Our next question comes from Sarah. What are some tips for pushing into a classroom to support students in inclusion settings? When you are walking into someone else's classroom, you first want to really recognize how much time and effort and work someone has put into setting up and running their class. As a teacher, our classrooms are home. So when someone else comes in, it can kind of be easy to feel a little territorial and be like, oh, whoa, you're coming into my space trying to tell me what to do. So when you're pushing in to provide services to a student, you immediately want to recognize that you're kind of on someone else's turf. And even though, yes, you're supposed to be there too and your child's supposed to be there, you want to really make sure that you are aware that you're and being aware that you're not stepping on anyone else's toes. So to answer this question, I'm actually going to point you to last week's podcast episode where I interviewed Molly Olapini because she had so many great points on how to collaborate with people. And we focused that episode really on collaborating with our staff members, but I think she had some really awesome points on how you could work with co-teachers. So one point she made that I thought of when I read this question is when it's that it's better to ask questions and to let someone get come to their own conclusions and lead someone to the kind of idea that you have instead of telling them what you want them to do. So if, for example, you are working with a student in an inclusion setting and you need to implement some components of his behavior plan into that day, and maybe you're getting a little pushback from that teacher that you're working with. Ask a lot of questions on what they do for behavior management. Ask a lot of questions on how that student can be successful, what success looks like for that student, what how you would like them to achieve independence, and what strategies the teacher already has running in her classroom that your student could rely on. Because in that conversation, you might come up with some ideas of, oh, wow, some of these things that you already have will really work well for this student, and now they're able to work within the current framework of this class, which is what we all want. Or in this conversation, that teacher might realize, oh, wow, actually the model that I have is not providing enough support for this learner. So yes, let's work together and add some other supports. So you really want to have a conversation and it's all about building rapport. Just like we talk about building rapport with our learners, we have to build rapport with our coworkers and you have to show your value and show that you're there to work together and be that team. And our last question comes from Tatiana. How do you manage self-injurious behavior? You want to approach self-injurious behavior the same way you would approach any other problem behavior when it comes to behavior change. You want to take that function-based perspective and look at the whole context of what's going on. But when it comes to self-injurious behavior, you also want to add in investigating a medical component to this behavior. And obviously, we're not doctors, so we are not the ones investigating any medical causes. But you do want to loop mom and dad or a caregiver in, make sure that they've talked to doctors, their pediatrician, neurologist, whoever they go to, to rule out any medical causes. Many of our learners might not have the verbal skills to tell us if their ear hurts, if they have a headache, if they have a toothache. Imagine how 
insanely horrible that would be to have a huge toothache or an ear infection and not be able to tell anyone about it. Self-injurious behaviors can pop up in these situations because kids engage in these behaviors to kind of distract from the pain of whatever medical cause. So you really do want to loop mom and dad in. But then you also want to continue on that function-based process just like we would any other problem behavior. You want to do that thorough functional behavior assessment where you see you know, what's going on with this behavior, why it could be occurring, taking baseline data, looking at the antecedent, what's happening before, and the consequence, what's happening after, to try to figure out a why. But I do encourage you to look at that whole context and add in that medical component, especially for self-injurious behaviors, because that's something we won't necessarily be able to see or know from our data. And we have to make sure that caregivers are talking to medical professionals if there is some medical cause to this behavior. So those are the four questions I had today, a nice little variety, a little little bit of staff training, a little bit of behavior, a little bit of collaborating with our colleagues. If you want your question answered, like I said, shoot an email to Sasha at theautismhelper.com with the subject podcast question, and I will try to fit your question into our next Q&A episode. If you would have told me a few years ago that my favorite part of my job is getting up in front of sometimes a few hundred people and giving a presentation on data or behavior academics, I would have thought you were crazy. I did not always like public speaking. Actually, to be totally honest, public speaking was something I used to be pretty afraid of. But now it's literally my favorite part of my job. I love being in a room of my people, of the special ed world, teachers and parents and clinicians, and everyone that's on the front lines that's working so hard for our students to give them the best opportunities and the best classroom experience. I love being in a room of everyone that understands how hard this job can be, but also how amazing it is and how important those little victories are on a daily basis. When I do a PD, my goal is to bring value. I want to bring action items, ideas and strategies that you can do tomorrow in your classroom. I have sat through too many professional developments that either didn't apply to me or were too hypothetical and philosophical. And my special ed heart always wanted to know, what do I do next? What do I do tomorrow? If you are interested in learning more about how I can come to your school to do a professional development, please visit theautismhelper.com backslash speaking. There's a contact form as well as a lot of information about all of the different sessions I give. I'm happy to answer any questions and work with your school district. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.